0: Good morning, M.U.I.D.F. I'm from 12.01, and I'm here with me today in the studio.
1: We're from the Broadcasting Club, and we're here every Wednesday from 7.45 to 8.15. So, don't forget to tune in for your weekly content and entertainment.
0: And, by the way, as a reminder, so, if any teachers are listening, we know you're meeting right now, so feel free to turn off your PA system by that little volume knob right next to one of your doors.
1: And by the way, if anyone's interested in contacting us, feel free to fill out the Google form in the live room and Home hub or our Instagram at M-U-I-D-S Broadcast. Moving on, let's get to the announcements.
0: And to start off, let's get to the quote of the week.
1: May the year of the dragon bestow you with strength, independence, and adventure.
0: It's certainly a beautiful quote, and we hope that it stands true for every one of us. But one thing that's not so good about these days is the air quality, right?
1: Now. The current AQI updated this morning is about 154, which is considered dangerous, so don't forget to stay safe.
0: Yeah, and for those of you who are playing CC, well, uh, I think there's no process, right? So oh. either you're very lucky or very unlucky, depending on your view of things.
1: I consider maybe lucky for somebody busy like me, so we have time to catch up on our work. But anyway, can you talk about the, um, details for Battle of the Bands?
0: Yeah, certainly. Well, in the next two weeks, we're going to be having a Battle of Bands special requested by Achenbi, so you won't be hearing our voices for the next two weeks, I guess. Anyway, enjoy the show and don't forget to go to the actual events. Details are already in your Google, not Google Classroom, LINE group, right? Uh-huh. Yes, LINE group, and the tickets are available on High Ticket Major, so look out for those on there.
1: For all grade 12s, today you will be having your Thai civics exam on P7.
0: Yeah, and that's 2.35 actually, so it's just P7, which you all are having study hall. With like a few exceptions. Anyway, so for sections 1201 to 1208, you can go to the auditorium. While sections 1209, sorry, section 1209 will go over to 401 and 1210 to 403. For 1211,
1: you will be going to room 426.
0: Yeah, and for 1212, you don't exist.
1: Uh, okay, okay, but just to tell you that your student ID is required, and this exam only allows pens.
0: Yeah, so bring a few or maybe steal a few depending on whether you have any, right,
1: Okay, okay, but just to be safe, I recommend that you arrive at your exam room at least 5 to 10 minutes before the exam starts.
0: Yeah, and if you arrive on time, perhaps the Thai teachers will be extra nice and give you extra time. Oh, who knows? Anyway, it's a reminder again that TCAS confirmations are now open, and they're open for two days, which was yesterday and today. So, if you got accepted to any programs, and then you would like to attend there, please go into com and confirm your eligibility. Anyways, don't don't forget because you only have today by midnight. Let's move on to the content, shall we?
1: Uh-huh. So our first content is going to be Germany's four-day work week being trialed.
0: Yeah, and it's a very interesting event actually because I'm looking forward to four-day work week. Hopefully if we can get that.
1: Yeah, four-day school week or work week sounds nice.
0: Yeah, most certainly, I would really like it out because I don't wanna work for five days, but as a doctor, or as someone learning to be a doctor, I'm pretty sure we're not gonna get five days anyway. It's probably gonna be like, uh, two days, three days without the rest.
1: Um, talking about being a doctor, you did make your TCAS confirmation, did you?
0: Yeah, certainly. I didn't forget. I did it at like, 11 a.m. Exactly.
1: Wow. That's kind of soon. I did it at about 6 p.m. I think.
0: Oh, good on you for getting accepted.
1: Congratulations! Thank you,
0: and yeah, we would like to also offer congratulations to literally everyone who has their dream program or what they want to study in.
1: But getting back to our first content. So, it started when Germany struggled to revive its sluggish economy. It's about to take an experimental turn as a host of companies test out the merits of working less.
0: Yeah, and like Ford with a revolutionary five-day work week, I think this might be the next big thing, but we will have to look forward to it and keep watching because a six-month program starting on February the 1st will grant an extra day off every single week for hundreds of employees while keeping them on full pay. Well, this study has the aim of finding out if labor unions are right, that a four-day week could not only leave staff healthier, happier, but also more productive. What do you think, Min?
1: That will be more productive since you're not so burned out.
0: Oh, it's quite a good opinion, and again, I really want to reiterate, I'm very very much looking forward to the results of this study. And I'm not the only one, because Soren Frick, I think that's how you pronounce that name, has said, quote, I am absolutely convinced that investments in new work pay off because they increase well-being and motivation, subsequently increasing efficiency. And by the way, if you're wondering, Soren Frick is the co-founder of the event planner SolidSense. One of the forty five companies taking part in this initial study. And in another quote he says that the four day workweek, if it works, won't cost us anything either in the long run. Anyway, come in. you wanna take over minute?
1: Um well, the project underscores a broader shift taking place in the German labor market where a lack of skilled workers is putting pressure on companies to fill their ranks. The shortage coupled with high inflation has emboldened in employees across industries to see wage increase and preserve the flexibility and independence they need um they gained during the pandemic. Now the imbalance is fueling the employer employees tension. You wanna carry on?
0: Certainly. So you know, Germany's train drivers are currently holding, or sorry, not currently holding, last week held a six day strike demanding that Duisbon, yeah, Dushborn, like the transportation service, cut their work week to 35 hours from 38 without any wage reduction. And the country's construction union is asking for pay rise for more than 20%. Uh, sorry, of more than twenty percent for its nine hundred and thirty thousand members, a move that some economists warned could strike inflation. Anyways, if we look at the data, according to an industry lobby survey last year, half of German companies are at least partly unable to fill vacancies. The business software giant SAP stopped asking for university degrees from their applicants in 2022, while the real estate firm Venovia uh, yeah, recruited people from Colombia last year to cope with the shortage.
1: Now, but the problem is set to even get worse, because more than 7 million people are expected to leave the German labor force by 2035, as birth rates and immigration fall well short of what's needed to replace the aging population. Quote, I can either get involved and position myself as a modern company, or I can say that we all have to work more, and at some point, I won't have anyone left to work for me, said. I think you say Henning
0: Roper? Yeah, Henning Roper.
1: The managing director of EuroLab, uh, how do you say it? Window. Window. based window maker that is also taking part in the program.
0: Yeah, and of course this is really a big program, and it's hopefully the next big thing. Since what is it called? Slice bread. Slice bread, right?
1: Um. O- yeah, slice bread. I think.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so it should hopefully cure some of the engagement deficit that most workers feel after like. Tedious work days, the five day work week, and not getting enough time to themselves. Anyway, of course, unhappy workers come with a healthy, hefty price tag. According to the recent Gallup study, low worker engagement costs the global economy up to 8.1 trillion euros or 8.8 trillion US dollars, doing some rough. Back with the Nafti math, just right now, if you do, it's about 210 trillion bahts. That's about 9% of the global gross domestic product, which is massive, right? Yeah.
1: Now. it's just massive.
0: Yeah, and while, while staff work fewer hours during the experiment, same pay, their output should hopefully stay steady or even increase according to the New Zealand based nonprofit group four-day week global which is leading the pilot program.
1: And aside from the boost in productivity, companies are also
0: expects, uh, expected,
1: expected
0: to benefit from the drop in costly absences due to stress, illness and burnout.
1: The average twenty-one point three days, Germans were incapable of working since 2022, meant a loss of staggering £207 billion in value added, according to the Federal Institute for Occupational Safety and Health. Advocates for the four-day week also argue that it could attract untapped potential to the labour market in Germany. A country that has one of the highest proportions of part-time workers, in the EU among women, according to Eurostat. And while by
0: far Germany has biggest economic output measurable in Europe, a lack of investment in innovation and digitization has hindered productivity gains. Without so improvements in those areas, it's unlikely that German workers would see a significant productivity boost simply by cutting back hours, according to Enzo Weber an economist at the Institute for Labor Market Research in Nuremberg, and of course, people are skeptical because it's something new, and one of those people is a finance minister.
1: Her name is Christian Lindner, and she is a member of the business-friendly Free Democrats Party, and has offered more pointed criticism of the shorter week, saying such a move, would threaten economic growth and German prosperity.
0: Yeah, and it's certainly something to take into account. But previous events experiments in the U.S. and Canada suggest that those gains are still possible, according to Four Day Week Global. Workers who took part reported improving physical and mental health, or burnout drops. Following the studies, none of the participating companies to return to a five-day workweek and the biggest program so far is a program in the United Kingdom and the biggest one yet with 61 participating companies showing similar gains including a 65% drop in sick, day, sick days. In Portugal, anxiety levels and sleeping programs receded, sorry, problems receded by roughly 20% and German companies are hoping to, are hoping for similar gains, and some participating workers plan to provide their hair samples. Well, hair, hair samples, interesting. And data from fitness watches, the track stress runs doubles more accurately.
1: Um, if I have too much time, I become a perfectionist, and this is not always necessary, said Jasmine Gale. A user experience designer at Solid Sense, quote: "If you have less time, you will still get the same result."
0: Yeah, and this is quite an interesting phenomenon, actually, because a lot of countries are trying to get people to relax more, people to become better. And Belgium became the first European country to make a forty-hour week optional in 2022. Though the total weekly hours remain the same as in a five day work week. And additionally, Japan has also encouraged companies to offer shorter work weeks in hopes that people will use time to spend money and to have children, boosting its economy and reducing impacts on the aging population.
1: Hmm, that sounds quite nice.
0: Yeah, and other than that, Jan Burn, the founder. Sorry, co-founder of Entrepreneur, Berlin Consultancy, working with 4-Day Workbeat Global on a pilot program, said that achieving gains requires flexibility and creativity on the part of the employers.
1: So, quote, of course, it doesn't always work, and it's also not for everyone, he said. But you just have to find out exactly where it can work and where it doesn't.
0: Well, certainly that's true for a lot of things, and speaking of a lot of things, we have more than one thing to cover today, and you remember, or may not remember, that last week we talked about the Chinese new year, Mint, right, Mint? Yeah, so, so
1: this year, um, I mean this week, we're gonna be continuing.
0: Yeah, certainly. Let's go, Mint.
1: So, this year is the year of the Dragon, and... Specifically, 2024 is both year and Year of the Wood Dragon. So when combined, this year is believed to bring evolution, improvement, and abundance, which makes it the perfect time to rejuvenate beginnings and setting the foundation for long-term success.
0: Yeah, but you might want to be aware because from my research, apparently, zodiac signs don't shift on the 1st of January, right?
1: Yes, they shipped on the day of the Chinese New Year, which is the 10th of February this year. So, they don't ship on the first day of the New Year according to the Gregorian calendar because these zodiac signs follow the Chinese lunar calendar system. Oh,
0: that's interesting. I didn't actually ever know that.
1: But actually, thinking about the Wood Dragon Year, I think it's uh, a perfect year to begin university, right?
0: Yeah, hopefully it's going to be the perfect year for us. Anyway, talking about all this makes me hungry, so I'm always going to be talking about like traditional foods. Let's do that, shall we?
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, you know, first things first, when you think of like Chinese foods, you think of dumplings, right? They symbolize wealth, comfort, hope, and prosperity in Chinese culture. While also tasting excellent for the palate because they're one of my most favorite Chinese foods. I'm not... I'm not really someone who eats a lot of variety. You can see that. Anyway, other than that, there's also spring rolls. The golden color represents bars of gold. Like, wow. They also look good though. I wanna wanna eat some now.
1: Wow, that makes me hungry too.
0: Wait, why did you put this in the script? You're just making all, all- of us hungry.
1: Um, this is here to let you know what- what people do, and specifically, what food they like to eat.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense. But, I'm going to get another meal right after this. Anyway, I- where was I? Oh yeah, I was talking about how the golden color of spring rolls resembles bars of gold, and- how it's meant to resemble wealth and prosperity throughout the year. But other than that, there's also noodles. And it's longevity noodles, mint? What, you, what I, are they?
1: I guess they're it's called longevity noodles. And they represent a long, happy, and healthy life.
0: Yeah, and of course, you have noodles, you have spring rolls, you have dumplings, but you also have fruits. Because you have to have a balanced meal, right? Uh huh. And in this case, they're also fruits of good fortune. They include oranges, tangerines, uh, kumquats, homolos, and all these symbolize prosperity and good luck. Well, fish, on the other hand, symbolizes wealth. And of course, what fish you choose depends on the auspicious hom- homophonics. What are, what's that?
1: Um, What fish you choose depends on which one is the luckiest of that year.
0: Oh, yeah. That makes sense, even though I don't really like fish. But well, a lot of people do,
1: right? I actually love fish.
0: Oh, I didn't know that about you, and we've learned each other for like two years.
1: Something. Yeah.
0: You should tell me more about that. Anyway, chicken as well. But, you know, whole chicken represents its unity. And wholeness. Well, the another topic that we're talking about is one of a lot of people's favorite topics because it involves getting money. Let's go.
1: <laughs> that's my favorite one too. Well, red envelopes are money that are given to unmarried members of the family. These red packets mean money to suppress the evil spirits. According to legend, a demon named Sui patted a child on the head three times on New Year's Eve, and that child would have a fever. So, the parents wrapped coins in red paper and placed them next to their children's pillows. So when Sui came, the flash of the coins scared him away. And from then on, every New Year's Eve, parents will wrap the coin in red paper to protect their children.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting legend and if I were to study mythology, this is one of the things I would study the origin of because it's one of those things that really goes so deep, but we don't have the time for that today. So I guess we should move on to Get Exchange. What do you think, Min? Can we discuss the inner harmonics of Chinese China in five seconds?
1: Um so briefly about Gift Exchange. They are usually given from older people to younger people, and they usually give small gifts like food or sweets. Um, I mean, some small gifts, usually food and sweets, are also exchanged between friends or relatives. And during Chinese New Year, these gifts are are usually brought when visiting friends or relatives at their homes. And some common ones Include fruit, typically oranges but never pears, cakes, biscuits, chocolate, and candies. And they are preferred to be wrapped with red or golden paper to symbolize good luck.
0: Wow, this is certainly interesting. And you know, every single one of these things is making me want something or want to eat something. So, Mint, why did you deliberately word the script in this way?
1: Because I think that everyone who listens to these content will probably be interested, since they sound, sound delicious. And, you know, everybody wants money.
0: Oh yes, certainly. And it's a very interesting topic. Everyone does indeed want money. Anyway, there's also stuff you shouldn't give during Chinese theater here. And those are items associated with funerals, and, you know, bad bad luck. Items that show that time is running time it is running out. What is happening to my brain today? Anyway, time is running out like clocks and also sharp objects like scissors, nail clippers, that kind of thing. They're not that accurate. But anyway, there's some other items as well.
1: Um some other items include items that symbolize that you want to walk away from a relationship, mirrors and homonyms. For unpleasant topics, like clocks sounds similar to the funeral ritual in Chinese, I guess.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. It's like how the word four sounds close to the word death. And that's why you shouldn't give fours. And that's why it's the unlucky number in China. Anyway, you know, what do you want to talk about next? What do you think you want to talk about? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff here, so you can...
1: Choose. Red color seems to be the most important one we have.
0: Yes, yeah, certainly. So, you know, every single year we see everything turn red during Chinese New Year. And that's because red is the predominant color for the most popular color used in New Year celebrations. It's the emblem of joy, and it also symbolizes virtue, truth, and sincerity. And while on the opera stage, the color red also denoted a lot of things. For example, a painted red face usually denotes a sacred or loyal personage, and sometimes a great emperor. While candies, cake, decorations, and any other things associated with the new year and its ceremonies are kind colored red. Because, you know, the Chinese word for red is in, in Mandarin, similar to the word for phosphorus. Therefore, red is a very auspicious color with an auspicious sounding name.
1: Oh, that's kind of like a deep symbolism? Yeah, it is indeed,
0: and I see a couple of people in front of the studio right now, you wanna say hi to them? Hello! Okay, continuing on, another thing that we see in China is lanterns, and we see a lot of them every single year. You wanna take it away, man?
1: Well, they symbolize people letting go of their past selves and getting a new one, which they will let go of the next year. The lanterns are almost always red and symbolize good fortune.
0: And you know, foots talk about the dragon dance and the, what is it, lion dance, right?
1: Lion dance.
0: Okay, certainly, man, do you wanna, or do you want me to?
1: Um, so both of these dances are common during the Chinese New Year, and it is believed that the loud beats of the drum are the, uh, deafening?
0: Yeah, deafening.
1: Sounds of the cymbals together with the face of the dragon or lions dancing aggressively can evict bad or evil spirits. Dragon dances, I mean, lion dances are popular for opening businesses. In Hong Kong and Macau.
0: And we have quite a lot more stuff in the script thanks to Mint. And, and it's a really great script, Mint, but I'm sorry. It's been two weeks and we haven't finished it. It's quite a long script indeed.
1: Uh-huh. Nah, that's okay. I'm
0: very sorry, but time is up for this week. But, anyways, before we go, I'd like to do a bit of promotion for Drama Club if you don't think.
1: I don't mind.
0: Okay, certainly. So, you guys may or may not know that Drama Club right now is hosting a special event. We're going to be creating our own State Play Musical, and it's going to be in the next few months. So, very soon you're going to see some Home Room Hub slides asking for actors and asking for scriptwriters. So, if you're interested, and just please fill in the form. And again, if you've already filled in the other form, just fill this in as well it doesn't hurt to have two places where your name is because for the other form it's to to interest. Anyway, that's it for today.
1: We hope that again, the content we gave out will be useful to you in learning what people do during the Chinese New Year and how we can celebrate it too. So, thank you for listening and see you next Wednesday. And don't forget to make this year's Chinese New Year one to remember Goodbye!
0: Goodbye! See you next week. Or no, see you in the next two weeks. But let's go. Sure.
1: Oh.